This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. Hey, we know you've been waiting for Wine Wednesday. And it's finally here. Welcome to the Wine Over Matter podcast, where for some reason we have decided to overshare with y'all every week. I'm Laura. And I'm Steph. We are here to talk about everything going on in our lives, from our wellness journeys, relationships, everyday struggles, pop culture, and so much more. Hey, Steph. Happy Wine Wednesday. Happy Wine Wednesday to you. Oh my gosh. I feel like, I know we've said this so many times to start an episode, but I really feel like you and I haven't recorded together in forever. It has been a hot minute. Because even recording with Jeff and Jordan felt like forever ago. And that wasn't like our normal, exactly. how we record, we get home from work and we record and da-da-da. that was just like, all right, let's go have a couple drinks and come back to the house and record. Yeah. <laughs> and I like how Which, you say we get home from work as if I have a job to come home to. Well, your job of applying for jobs and loving on Penny all day. I hate my job right now. I like the loving on Penny <laughs> part, but I'm not loving the applying for jobs all day because that's getting... It can be torture. Old. Like LinkedIn is my new social media and I don't love it. Yeah, you're like, I'm <laughs> ready to break LinkedIn was so much it. more fun when I was employed. Because <laughs> <laughs> you could just spy on what everybody else is yeah, doing. Yeah, I like to just like see what companies are up to and what friends are getting promotions and stuff. And now I'm like... <laughs> scrolling actually looking for important information (laughs) okay well we definitely before we get into the topics definitely hope you guys loved the Jeff and Jordan episode because I played it back um, and listened to part of it today at work and I was I don't know if it's just because I was there or not but I was dying laughing like it was the funniest thing I know I was hoping when I was talking about I was like I hope this isn't just like one of those like I guess you had to be there for it to be funny because we thought it was fun (laughs) (laughs) we really we honestly did and we hope you guys did as well um random topic though to start things off can we talk about like pizza chain restaurants (laughs) let's I there's nothing I would rather talk about I mean, I'd actually rather not talk about it right now because we started this episode off and I told you I'm starving. So let's get through this recording. But I really am. Um, I remember me and you got on this topic. I think it might have been on one weekend. I don't even remember how, but we were kind of talking about just as a kid, chain restaurant like or chain pizza spots actually had like restaurants like you could go to Pizza Hut and like eat there. You could go to Round Table and eat there. Um, and is Roundtable a pizza place that's everywhere? I don't. It's been everywhere that I've lived. So I don't know. Okay, so I've they have Roundtable in Coast. Washington? Yes. Oh, okay. I never, because you know, you see like Pizza Hut and Domino's commercials, but I just realized, do we see Roundtable commercials? I mean, I if we do. have, it was a long time ago. I, I mean, okay. So first off, let's start with saying we're not big pizza chain eaters like Jeff and I, but when we do, Jeff and I have a favorite pizza chain. What's your Ours is Roundtable. Ooh, you guys are bougie because Roundtable is like the expensive, fancy. It really is expensive. <laughs> but let's be honest, like P- 
pizza, like, in general, isn't cheap anymore. Like, unless you go to Little Caesars and get a $5 hot and ready, like, Jeff and I feel like we always spend, like, $30 for one pizza. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Like, even last night. So, I, you know, being Yelp Elite, had, like, a Yelp Elite event thing last night that was literally just to take out a pizza. So, I got a free large pizza. Was that for Pizza pizza Guys? Yes, Pizza Guys. Um, And it was right, you know, right down the street from our house. So, all we wanted was pepperoni. So place the order for pepperoni pizza, brought it home. Jordan's eating it. He's like, oh yeah, it's, it's actually pretty good. And I'm like, yeah, it's pretty good. And Jordan's like, how much like would it have been for this large pepperoni? And I'm like, I think it was like just under $21. And he's like, oh yeah, not that good. Like I'll stick to, I'll stick to my $7.99 Domino's pepperoni. You, like, okay. First of all, how do you guys get $7.99 Domino's? Because it's, I've- it's carry out only. I mean, I and guess. it's one so, topping only. So you have to get one topping and it's carry out. So you have to go pick it up and you can't do anything fancy. It's literally just like a pepperoni okay. pizza. We actually, so they, I didn't do the Yelp Elite because the one pizza guys that wasn't included in the Yelp Elite was the one a mile from my house. We've actually been going to pizza guys a lot. We actually really like it. Um, so that's been one of the places we've been going, but we're getting off topic here. We don't need to turn this whole episode into a pizza topic, <laughs> but um. I was just remembering, like, as a kid, we would actually, like, go and eat at pizza places. And I feel like that's, like, not really a thing anymore. No. Like, I remember as a kid, like, a meeting place that we would go meet my grandparents at for dinner was Round Table Pizza. And I remember my parents and grandparents were obsessed with, like, the – what's the – oh, gourmet veggie. The gourmet veggie pizza from Round Table. I always remember as a kid just being obsessed with their sauce because it was spicy. Like, I thought it was so good. That's why I and love then, their pizza so much. It's so and spicy. Then that's and, where, so good. and then back to the, you know, the suicide, whatever we're going to call it, mixture of drinks. Like, that's where I learned that was round table pizza. Uh-huh. That's where yeah, I got I, thicker. Than- <laughs> <laughs> well, and it's funny because Jeff, same thing. Growing up, his family, they had, like, two other families that they always went to round table with, like, every Friday night. It was, like, a thing. And I was, like... So yeah, round table was definitely the place. And I wonder if that's like a common thing that other people. I'm going to guess, especially like when you have kids and you need to go out to dinner with them, like it's nice to go to a place like that where you just order one pizza for the family or one for the adults, one for the kids. And like the round table that I went to had like games you could go play, like pinball and stuff. So not a bad place to go if you have a family. The only other like sit down chain pizza place I remember going to was Pizza Hut and that was never like oh my parents wanted to go there it was because I had like I finished a book at school a free and I got pizza. A free. yeah yeah <laughs> exactly and you know what now that I'm thinking about it too is I think a big thing with why that was such a common thing when we were younger is eating out now is so different like eating out was just not a thing there wasn't as many restaurants as we have now and like eating out was definitely like more for an event or a treat or like it wasn't like now where there's people who like go out to eat like every day like that was definitely I mean at least that's not how I grew up and no I don't feel like most did because I do truly feel like as a kid like looking back I'm like there weren't restaurants like there were but like not like we have now like there's just so many options all the time everywhere 
Totally. Yeah. It was a lot of, a lot of chain restaurants back then. And then you'd have like your neighborhood favorites or whatever. And it, it was a special occasion treat. It was the birthday, especially as a kid. Like I'm sure my parents did like date nights out and stuff, but like as a kid, I don't remember going to restaurants all the time. Yeah, definitely. It wasn't like a regular thing. And it wasn't until I feel like it was more common when I was playing softball so regularly. Cause like bunch of the families would be like hey let's go get dinner after like a game that was so rather than like going home at seven o'clock and my mom like making dinner like a lot of times we would all just go out afterwards but anyways that was my pizza topic <laughs> throwback um on to my next thing that I had in my notes to chat about today so I have like so many accounts and I really this I learned a lesson this last week and I have made on my to-do list one of my things to be to really list out all of the different accounts I have, specifically accounts that I have money in that aren't regular accounts that I deal with and something that we can like keep in our safe or something like that. Because, so for example, um, the first time I had left the university I worked at, like in my, I was like 24, 25 when I left there. And um, I had such a small amount of time I wasn't allowed to keep my so they required me to like move it into like a Roth IRA or something if I didn't want to be penalized for taking the money out. So I rolled it over into a Roth IRA. It's literally just been sitting there. I literally never go into that account. I go into it once a year to like because I'll get an email during tax season or something. But other than that, I never check in on it, which is probably stupid. I should probably just see how like the stocks are doing and things <laughs> like that. Hope but that I, hasn't been hacked. That feel, yeah, like I was like, that money could have all like vanished and I would have no idea. So I was like, <laughs> I really need to just be like regularly checking in on these things. So I'm like going in. And when I think about that, I was like, oh, you know what? I was like, I actually haven't looked at my CalPERS either lately. And so my CalPERS, I mean, that's been three years and that's also not something I regularly look at. And so I'm like going into both of these accounts and on one, of, I'm like scrolling down and on the side toolbar, it says, um, like beneficiary. And then like, it has like a list of like my uh, names and stuff. And I, it has my ex-husband as getting a hundred percent beneficiary. And I was like, Oh my God, how, like it was, I remember thinking about that and getting those things changed for like just my normal banking stuff, but why it never. And I mean, I've been divorced now 10 years. Like why did this never cross my mind in 10 years? How have I never stumbled on this in 10 years? I was like, oh my God, I would literally roll over in my grave if I died and found out that this guy got a check from me when I died. <laughs> like, so I was like, and then, so of course I'm trying to change it. It's not letting me, it's giving me an error. So I like made a big to do like this week. I'm like, okay, I have to figure out how to get this updated because I just can't believe this is something I've missed for 10 years that I had two accounts that had him still as a beneficiary. Oh my God. Well, you just saying this right now, it, Brings up a good point because I do believe I've changed everything. That was like one of the first things I did when I was getting divorced is I moved like everything that was in Joey's name as a beneficiary to my sister's name. So my sister's a beneficiary on almost everything for me. And to my knowledge, there's nothing that I haven't moved over. But you did bring up a good point because like having a list of like all your different accounts and where all of your money is, is so smart because I could forget someday. <laughs> Like, well, that's what I told Jeff. I was somewhere. like, I can come up with these things now. I can really sit there and think about everything. But when I'm 65, like, am I going to, I was like, I don't want 
this chunk of money sitting there in an account, like there should be a website that like has all of your accounts. Like, so you can just like log in and see like everything you have in one place. And maybe there is, I need to Google this. Like, yeah, but I'm just like, it would be so nice to log into one thing and see like, oh, this Roth IRA has this and your 401k at Taco Bell has this and like all of these different things. And I was just like, I really need to have like a solid tracking because I could see like me remembering now, but in another 25 years, like me forgetting about an account. Right. And that's scary. So that's that needs to be added to my to do list, too, because I feel like I have it together now, but I'm sure I won't always have it together. So, yes, not a bad idea. This is my message to all of you divorce divorcees. Um, make sure your beneficiaries are all in line. <laughs> and for everybody who has multiple accounts of different things, have it all written down so that if one, like, so if I died right now, Jeff would have no, he wouldn't know about my CalPERS. He wouldn't know about my Roth RA. Like he wouldn't know about like these things. So it's just really important for somebody to also know about it besides me. Um, right. Because yeah, when I retire, when I die or whatever, it's all I need to be able to remember it all. So crazy. So that was my little message for the day. And my last thing, I came across something on Instagram and made note of it that I wanted to chat about it on here because I thought it was really good. So I wanted to share. Um, And this was something about green flags. I know we've talked about beige flags and red flags on here before. I don't think we've really talked about green flags because let's be honest, it's always more fun to talk about like the bad and the <laughs> the things to watch out for than like it's the good things. Time to give green flags its moment. Yes. And so like typically we all know about green flags and how to look for it in a partner and in relationships, but what about green flags for ourselves? Um so basically it's just easy to always just see the red flags in ourselves since we like to nitpick ourselves to death. And I just thought it was a good thing to look at as I know we're always just trying to become the most authentic and happiest version of ourselves. So I found six green flags in this article. I thought we could kind of go through them real quick, chat about any of them, if you have any thoughts. And um, and then I'll just read like a sentence or two about each one and then chime in with any of your input, Steph. Let's do it. Okay, so the first one, you set boundaries and follow through on them. Whether it's saying no to take on another work project when you're already spread too thin, creating a safe word in the bedroom, or declining a family dinner to take care of your needs, you establish healthy boundaries to build a solid foundation for healthy relationships with yourself and others. I like it. I've, <laughs> I like it. That's going to be Steph's input. <laughs> <laughs> I do. I like, obviously, this is like a good thing to strive for in yourself. And if you're good at setting boundaries, I don't feel like I'm the best at setting boundaries. I feel like mentally or like in certain areas, it's easier. I think the area I struggle with boundaries most is like with people. <laughs> yeah, for like sure. I'm great I think for that's myself, a lot of people. But like if I need to disconnect from work or if I need a boundary, like whatever. But like when it comes to boundaries of like this person is draining me. Or this person, you know, like that's where I struggle the most because of my people pleasing um, tendencies. But but I know you've also like this. I mean, we're only five, six weeks, six weeks into the year. Um, I know one of your big things was to like kind of set boundaries with your time even. Yes. And I've so. done so well with that so far this year. 
That's amazing. Good job. Green flag. <laughs> Yay. Wave it, wave it high. <laughs> Number two, you keep promises you make to yourself. We all make sacrifices for other people. Remember boundaries, ladies. But you've learned that if you don't fill your own cup first, your career, relationships, and goals can pay the price. Maybe you promised yourself you would turn off Netflix instead of, bi- instead of binging the next episode for the sake of some quality sleep, meditate for at least 15 minutes first thing in the morning instead of stopping for Starbucks, and finally create that budget because of that Starbucks addiction. No matter what you tell yourself, you keep your word and see each promise through. The best part, you've gained confidence and self-trust. Green flags. I don't feel like <laughs> I'm the first to make these promises to myself and set up like all these things that I want to do. And I am not good at always doing that and following through. I know you and I have even said like the podcast has been like the thing we're most proud of because it was the one thing we like set a goal on and we've stuck to more than anything. And it's just sometimes this is really hard one. I will be honest. It truly is. Number three, you let go of self-limiting beliefs. We all have false preconceived thoughts, notions, and narratives we've told ourselves that hold us back from becoming our best selves. I'm not pretty enough. I shouldn't apply for that job because I won't get it. Oh my gosh, that's relatable. I'll never find the right (laughs) partner, but you're aware you have your life experiences, fear, and imposter syndrome biases. This is another big big one that's easy to struggle with, for sure. I have had, like, imposter syndrome has been something I have struggled with so much these last couple of months that I've never really dealt with that before. It's really been this whole feeling of, and I think a big thing was me changing my career path two years ago. And now I'm stuck in this space of like trying to find a job that has experience, but also wanting to stay kind of in the area that I was in with Taco Bell, but just not having a ton of experience there in that area. So it's really hard. I get, I know I'm capable of doing so many of those jobs, but I just like convince myself that I can't. And it's hard and just to like force myself to still apply for some jobs and things like that. It's just, it's really tough. I totally get it. Number four, you show yourself compassion. You treat your BFFs with kindness without giving it a second thought, especially when they're hard on themselves. But when you made a mistake or failed to reach a goal, treating yourself with kindness didn't come as easily. Your inclination in the past would have been to beat yourself up and let self-limiting beliefs take over. But now you show yourself some grace. You know your friends. Only kindness, understanding, and encouragement are welcome. You also practice self-compassion by holding others accountable for their actions, say when a boundary you've clearly set with a friend was crossed, and asking for help when you need it, like a trusted family member or coworker. I feel like I do pretty well with that one. I'm not somebody that like beats myself up on things all the time. Yeah, it's definitely not something that comes quick, but you just have to like continue to practice self-kindness and have a mindfulness-based approach and honor your authenticity and just take note when that negative self-talk comes in and with that, you'll, you'll kind of get there. Yes. 
Um, number five, you allow yourself to feel all emotions without judgment. PSA, even our best selves feel negative feelings sometimes. You don't know you're becoming your best self when you stop feeling sad, anxious, or stressed. You know you're becoming your best self when you acknowledge those feelings and know how to process them. You don't sweep negative feelings under the rug or bury them in work or bottles of wine until you can't contain them any longer. All emotions are for feeling happiness, gratitude, and excitement, but also sadness, anger, anxiety, envy, and loneliness. You feel all your feels because they're each valid and your mental health will benefit from it. I would say I'm somewhere in the middle on this one. I, I do feel like I allow myself to feel all the feels. Like, I feel like I'm pretty good at that. I feel like where my struggle is, is talking to other people about them sometimes. Yeah. And I feel like with Jordan, that's changed like a lot. Um, but like, for example, like my, I'm so close to my parents, but it is so hard for me to like have serious, hard conversations with my parents. Like it's the yeah. weirdest thing. And there's no reason for that. You know, um, I just think I don't know if it's like worrying about judgment or what it is, but yeah, I definitely I definitely struggle with that a little bit. Yeah, this definitely used to be a big struggle of mine. I feel like I actually wear the green flag proud now on this one. <laughs> um, I do feel like I've improved a lot. I know one of my biggest struggles I had with for years, and this was me even being judgmental on other people, was it was always very much like, oh, there's XYZ who's going through this, and that's way – like, basically, like, you're you don't deserve to be – upset about this when there's other people who are going through more you know what I mean when it's like sure there are people going and but I'm valid to have feelings about the tiny thing in my life too because Absolutely. we all have waves of smaller and bigger things and we all get to feel the way we feel about something in that moment no matter the size I guess and that was something I would say probably only in the last five to eight years I've gotten much better at because I definitely used to be like, oh, we need to stop bitching about this because it could be this bigger problem. And it's like, no, we could be in our feels right now about it and we can we can be in this moment. So absolutely. And the last one, you're comfortable with being uncomfortable. Sure, you could hit snooze, skip every workout and stay small at work, but stepping out of your comfort zone is a must if is a must if growth, personally, professionally, and romantically, is what you're after. It's not easy, but you identified the things that bring you discomfort and went after them anyway. You face them head on, knowing you may not get instant gratification and may risk failing or getting rejected. But here's the best self part. You did it anyway because you know it's what you really want. I love this one. And I have definitely had waves of improvement in the last like three to four years with this one. But it's so funny how some of these like tie into each other, like some of these like six or whatever that you read. It's like the yeah. comfortable being uncomfortable kind of ties into like the um, where was it? The comparison one or yeah, whatever we talked about, about comparison. It's like, yeah, like I'll feel like so comfortable being uncomfortable going for a new role or whatever it is. And then I'll let like, you know, thoughts of self-limiting beliefs like creep in and self-doubt and be like oh but I'm not as good as the last person that was in this role or I don't have the degree that this person has or like whatever it is and it's like I've definitely gotten more comfortable with it but I am still guilty of it's so funny how you're right all of these do have a way of tying in together 
And if you can better a little by little of each one, um, they'll help you in the other areas as well. Totally. All right. Well, thanks for coming to my Green Flag TED Talk. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Let's do some weekend updates. It's been a while. How was your weekend? I know. Um, I mean, I feel like I haven't done an update in forever, but I also feel like nothing really is exciting been going on. I'm just (laughs) prepping for taxes because it's that time of year, looking for a job, getting rejected by jobs, you know, all that good stuff. Being an adult. (laughs) Fun times. Trying to be uncomfortable or trying to be comfortable with being uncomfortable. (laughs) um but no uh this last weekend we kicked off our weekend going to one of our first ducks games in what felt like forever it was a really fun little night out but they lost so nothing new there um it like metallica night or something or like offspring night yeah it was offspring night it was really fun we had a good time it was um it was packed it was like a sold out night it was really good it was a fun night um and I got to run into like a couple friends, ran into my cousin, like, so I got to catch up with some people there too. And, um, we just had a good night out, but they did lose. And then Saturday I knew Jeff was going to be gone most of the day. Um, cause he had gone from his brother, he had gotten tickets to a Kings game that was going to be on Saturday night. I always, whenever Jeff gets Kings tickets from his brother, I'm always just like, take one of your friends. Like me and you always go to games. Like, I'm not a Kings fan. Your friends are like, you guys go and have fun and you guys don't get to do stuff that off. So he took his friend Matt. And so they went out to um, LA and did a couple breweries and stuff. So they kind of made like a whole day of it. Um, And so I kind of just had the whole day to myself and it was really nice. So I started the day off getting a facial, took Penny for a walk, did some cleaning around the house. And then like, but my big goal of the day, I keep saying like, I literally need to just pull out every item of clothing out of my closet and just start going through it and everything. And so didn't even get through, I got through maybe a third of my stuff. I got through like my coat closet and my closet in the guest bedroom that only has my dresses. And so I literally spent hours. I took photos of every jacket and dress that I want to get rid of. I probably had over 30 dresses and I'm keeping like two. Oh my gosh. And I'm only keeping two because one, I think I'm going to have to wear in the next few weeks and I tried it on and I can get away with it. And then the other one, I'm trying to, it was like a t-shirt dress. So you can like kind of get away with a t-shirt dress, like being oversized for a little bit longer, but everything else, like there was some, like I was really sad to get rid of. I was like, I love this dress. Like I'm like, so the worst, um, but so yeah. So I spent like probably an hour and a half taking photos of everything. Like, hanging them up, taking pictures, whatever. And then I like sat down on my computer and I like plugged it all into a spreadsheet. I linked, cause like, let's, I would say at least 80% of my stuff is Torrid and Torrid on one of the side tags always has the item number. And for some reason a shirt could, or a dress could have been four years old and I can still find it on their website. Like they don't oh, like wow. get rid of any of their old stuff. So then I like linked it in the spreadsheet so that like, cause I mean, my photos like show you what it looks like, but seeing it on the model always like, cause mine's just like hanging there on a hanger. I don't have a mannequin totally. or something. So it's always like better to be able to see like what the dress actually looks like on a person. So I like spend the time linking everything and adding the sizes to my spreadsheet. And it just took absolutely forever. Um, I'm hoping to get it all done in the next couple of weeks so I can finally get it all posted. Cause I had a lot of people mess up with me. 
like what what you're getting because I want to buy some stuff. I always love your style, whatever. So I'm Aww. like probably gonna post it on Instagram first to see if any girls want anything, and then I'm gonna go next to there's a Facebook. Um, it's like I think it's called the big one I'm in right now is called Plus is Equal or something like that, and um, it's like a purge group. Like girls will like you literally just post every like you do a post and you post all of the items in your comments and people just claim them. So it's actually more work than Poshmark because you have to go through and you have to invoice because the only way you're able to sell is you have to do it through PayPal invoicing so that everybody's protected and stuff. And so, um, you know, like with Poshmark, they like email you a shipping label and then I just have to like package ship it and my postman picks it up. So like this, I have to like package everything on my own. I have to go to the post office. Like it's a lot more work, but Poshmark, I might sell like one to three things a month, but this, I have the opportunity to just sell like a buttload of clothes in like 24, 48 hours and get it off. Be my done hands. With it. Yeah, yeah. That'd be so and then, nice. And then after I get rid of all that, what I have left over, I can choose, okay, this is worth me putting on Poshmark or this is worth just me donating the rest. So yes. Or I can repost it and be like a final sale, like $5, like everything's $5 kind of thing, just because I want to get rid of it. I don't know, but I've just been like starting to have to buy a lot of clothes again lately and I'm like okay I don't have a job and I'm having to buy all these clothes like I want to start selling stuff so I could be using this money to replenish my closet right so that was my big project on Saturday I also had invited my parents to come over to hang out for a bit so I took a break from all of that um once they came over and we just hung out at the house for a bit and then we went to there's a barbecue place I had been wanting to go to um right by my house that's called Hickory and Spice so we um, went there for dinner and just hung out for a bit. And then I got back to my um, binging new reality girl. TV. Oh, yeah. new girl. Well, I was binging new girl and I'm doing and I was finishing. Like I literally spent six hours doing all this clothes stuff. It was ridiculous. Damn. <laughs> and then, yeah, Sunday was the big the big game. We had Super Bowl Sunday. And so Brian and Annie had their party. So we went to their house and um, they had the theme was tacos, tet, and touchdowns. And so they had like a taco guy and Annie made Vietnamese food. And so since it was Lunar New Year, um, she also, of course, hired like dragon dancers because Annie goes all out for anything. Oh my gosh. And um, it was really cute because it was actually the dragon dancer group that Charlotte and Harry um, have been performing with. So I got to see them perform in person because I had just seen videos up until that point. That was so cute. And um, we won 400 bucks. So that was by far the best um, betting year. I never win pools. Like we all, I play so many of them every year and we like never win. And I was pretty stoked. The problem was was all of the money we won was on my pool that I did. And so I'm like, (laughs) it always is fun to win one, but then it just starts to look bad when you win three of the four of them. You're like, oh, we won again. (laughs) Sorry, everybody. (laughs) It was was like really nice to not have to Venmo out money every every quarter like (laughs) I usually do. I was like, and I'll keep this one and we'll keep this one. Um, But yeah, and it was nice. Just had a couple drinks, had some good food. And it was just nice being able to drive home, not being hung over the next morning. I was still exhausted, so I still chose to sleep in on Monday instead of going to the gym. But um, it was just a good weekend. It was fun. I enjoyed it nice. and had a good time. And the Chiefs won. And it was fun seeing all the following so much hate and frustration on social media. 
like, <laughs> so entertaining. But oh, anyway, man. yeah, how was your weekend? Weekend was good. We, um, after work on Friday, we decided to just walk across the street to dinner. So we went to Puesto for some chips and salsa and a spicy margarita and a taco. And like, honestly, I was sitting there eating the chips and salsa and drinking my margarita. And I'm like, if this is not the best food group on the planet, like I can't think of a better besides like wine and charcuterie, chips and salsa and spicy margs are like I think- a food group in itself. It literally, like, margaritas and chips and salsa are, like, the wine and charcuterie of Mexican food. It's just, like, they're one and the same, and they're both glorious, just depending on the mood and the vibe. And honestly, like, when I go to, like, a Mexican restaurant that makes good margaritas like that, I almost, like, I'm, like, I don't even know if I need to order food. (laughs) I'm truly just happy with a margarita and chips and salsa. Like, this is making me... I remember the first time me and you went to Puesto, we didn't end up getting food. We, like, stuck with, like chips and salsa we got some guac and like we had gone like an out and we're like this is all just so good I think I'm good with this <laughs> it really is delicious so that was a nice um little Friday night kicking off the weekend um on Saturday um Jordan's friend from work Andrew and his now wife Maria got married so we went to their wedding um it was really nice it was local, so only a 15-minute Uber ride, which was, like, there's not many weddings that are that close, so that was um, nice. Um, and then Jordan's boss and his wife were there, and another one of his coworkers and his um, girlfriend were also there. So the six of us just had, like, so much fun. It was an absolute blast. Um, her dress was gorgeous. The food was delicious, which, like, you can't always say for, like, wedding catering food, you no. know? What kind of food was it? So they did a salad, which, you know, me and salads, but I actually didn't mind this one. Like it came in like some kind of like tostada shell thing, um, but it had like spinach leaves and strawberries. So they tricked into thinking she was eating like a taco salad. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> no, I swear the strawberries were like tossed in sugar or something, though. Like they were like so ridiculously sweet. Um, and then whatever kind of, dr- it was like a poppy seed dressing or something. Yum. And then they, everybody's plate had like some chicken and some beef. Uh, it was like a braised beef. And I think it had like a scalloped potato and some vegetables or something. Um, and it was just like, we, uh, our whole table was like, wow, like this is like way better than like your average wedding. Your dinner, average chicken and know? beef wedding dish is not great. No, like I never look forward to like that. Because it's all the same and it's never good, you know? Yeah. <laughs> um. So it was good. And then it was open bar all night. So we just, like, we Ubered. So we, like, let loose and had fun and tore up the dance floor all night. And we're home by 1030. So that was, like, the absolute best part. Were you home by 1030 because the wedding ended at 10? Or were you home at 1030 because you guys chose to leave? Wedding ended at 10. So we Perfect. stuck it out. Yeah. Good job. Uh, Proud of you. Thank you. Um, no, <laughs> it was a really fun night. And then Sunday, we woke up and hit Costco first thing in the morning to get some food for Super Bowl since we were just going to watch at home. Jordan actually wanted to order Wingstop, I think, this day. But he had, like, looked online in the morning and was like, oh, they're not doing, like, online ordering from 1 to 3 or from 1 to 5 or something like that. So we were like, let's just go to Costco and pick some stuff up. So we did that. 
And then we got home and I was like, I just wanted to like go for a walk and be out of the house for a while, knowing that we were going to be like home all afternoon and night watching the game. Yeah. Um, so I, we never really go out to breakfast. It's just not our thing. Um, but I'd been wanting to try this place that's across the street from us for a while called Burnt Crumbs. So yeah, we walked over spot. there. Huh? I've never been there for breakfast though. I've never been there, period, but there's a Starbucks next door that I frequent, um, and every time I go to that Starbucks, there's a line, like, out the door and around the corner, and so I'm like, well, there's obviously hype about this place. I've always wanted to go, and so we walked over there. We waited in line for probably, like, 35 minutes before we even ordered, but, like, once you order... It's because it's not like a restaurant restaurant where there's tons of seating inside and like yeah. it's kind of just outdoor public seating, you know. Um, so we brought our little number outside and sat down and our food was there like in under 10 minutes. Like it was super nice. fast. Um, so I got the breakfast burrito, which was perfect. I ate like half of it. And the next day at work, my lunch was the other half of the breakfast burrito. Yeah. And Jordan got the breakfast sandwich and we shared one of their little like they're known for these fluffy, pan- airy pancakes. It looked amazing. And- I wanted the pink one, so we got strawberry. And, yes, it was so, so, so good. And just nice because, like, it's nice when you do something like that. Like, if we went to breakfast all the time, like, breakfast wouldn't be exciting. But we never go out to breakfast. So it was, like, so exciting to go out to breakfast. I love going out to breakfast. That's, like, one of my favorite things to do. We only do it maybe, like, once a month, if that. But I love going out to breakfast. I love it. But what I love more is just not getting ready to go anywhere in the morning. So I think that's but why half we the never time go, when we go out to breakfast. Like very, very rarely is it like a brunch. Like if we were going to burnt crumbs or we were going to like one of our little local like diner spots, I throw on leggings and a sweat. I'm not like getting ready. I'm literally you gotta put on shoes and you got to get in the car. It's like a whole thing. Yeah. But I'm not like having to do my like hair and make like get ready. That's ready. True. That's like I, I usually get ready in the morning anyway, because if I stay in my pajamas too long, I used to be willing to stay in my pajamas all day, but I usually have to, and because I'm old, I feel like I have to put on shoes like right away too. (laughs) I like wear shoes all day now. I don't know who I am. I wear slippers all day. Like I'm never without slippers in the house, but shoes. I'm like, I have to like wear shoes like all the time. Oh, it's like they don't hurt, but it's like walking on the tile. I'm like, ugh, it just like just uncomfortable. Have, yeah. So unless it's any of my sandals that have like a decent like sole, I don't know. Yeah. Just, I feel so old. Like you need like uh, like nice like comfy just slip on like UGG slippers or something. So it's like still like that fluffy feeling like in your house, but yeah. like thick enough that it's a shoe, so your feet are Even comfortable. Even though my feet, so, because I have, that's, so, and I wear these a lot around the house, is I have um, fur-lined Crocs that I wear that are, like, my house shoes, but my feet get too hot. <laughs> yeah, you're like, my feet are a mess. I was like, it's California, <laughs> very like, specific. I don't need fur, I, like, don't need fur very often, like, it's a little too hot for that, so <laughs> my feet start sweating, I'm like, I need shoes, but not too hot of shoes, like, yeah, it's very particular. I need the Goldilocks, I need the Goldilocks of shoes. <laughs> Somebody tell us what that is. And then, yeah, that was nice to get out of the house in the morning. And then Super Bowl took up the last half of our day and it was really nice. We normally um, are somewhere else on Super Bowl. I can't even remember the last time I just was home on Super Bowl, just like not having people over anywhere else. Yeah, um, I was so annoyed you didn't had, come out with me. I know. Annie was so sweet. She invited us and we had gone back and forth on it. We'd been invited to another party too. And Jordan was basically, Jordan's like truly like a huge sports fan. He was like, 
I really like just want to watch the game. I never watch the game like when we're with people. I miss everything. And so I was like, okay, like I kind of just let him like decide this year. And I was actually really glad we did because I literally missed nothing, not a single commercial, not anything of the game, like no Taylor Swift panning. Um, I can't say that we'll do that every year because Super Bowl is fun to like get together with people and celebrate. But it was nice just not to miss anything because I always miss something. So, yeah, Um, I definitely feel like I miss a lot of commercials, but thankfully now like there's always a website you can go and like we'll show you like the top 20 commercials or whatever. So I usually do that because it is hard to like see and hear. I hear a good chunk of them, but um, I don't feel like I miss any of the game because like at least two of the four areas to like because they had like four TVs and like at least two of the areas were like people like fully watching the game. Oh, that's good. But um, because I do like to watch as well. But did you see how many somebody like did a time of how much Taylor Swift was actually shown like just to show like everybody's bitching about stupid nonsense. And what did it end up totaling like 27 seconds or something? It was 50 seconds. Okay. So under a minute, which, we're sorry. In the grand scheme of Super Bowl, which is like six hours. <laughs> sorry, you like, had to watch her for one minute. Yeah, exactly. Where you watched oh a Timu, com- you watched a Timu commercial for five minutes total. It's Tamu, Laura. I know. I just learned that. I'm sorry. It's Tamu. I'm not going to be able. I, when I learned that this week, I was like, oh, it's Tamu. I thought it was Timu. I think that's I why was... they got the commercial, did the commercial. They were like, people need to know how to pronounce it because it's not Timu. I was so confused. I'm like, because I remember first learning about Tamu. I think it was last year at the Super Bowl. Was the first I commercial I ever... changed it to Tamu because it sounds fancier. It honestly does. But I didn't know what it was until the Super Bowl last year, and I saw the commercial. And so then they're back again with like multiple commercials. I'm like, where are they getting their money? I'm so, so confused. Many commercials. Like, it's insane. I saw at least six times. I think. The same commercial, too. Like, I understand, like, the price probably goes down to, like, repeat a commercial, but they probably spent, like, well, they didn't spend much on making the commercial. So there's at least that. That's very true. They didn't have Ben Affleck, Matt Damon, Jennifer Lopez, and, uh, Tom Brady in their commercial. And I, maybe maybe their mission was accomplished. Maybe this is exactly what they wanted people to talk about is how does this place have so much money? Let me and go I find out. And I saw it being talked about so much since Super Bowl. Oh, yeah. I've seen so many reels of people like, did you just find out, too, that it's Tamu, not Timu? I'm like, that's all we're talking about. So clearly it worked. Yeah, it's like that. Remember, I think it was last year or the year before. Well, there was, there's been two, there was one that was... Um, they made people think like the TV was broken. Yes. And so like everybody was talking about that one. And then there was one that was just a QR code. So then like how many people were like scanning the QR code? I remember a lot of people talking about that too, but. Yeah. Um, And other than that, I'm like, I've been since the Super Bowl ended, I've been obsessed. My whole, like, what do they call it? Explore page. My whole explore page on Instagram is just Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey in a nightclub after the game, kissing after the game, here after the game. It's all it is. I'm like, I cannot get enough. I loved her TikTok when it's like when you when you accidentally end up at the club with your parents. <laughs> <laughs> so I were her parents at the game too then? Yes, they were in the suite with them too. I don't remember um, or hearing that they were there. Until- I, I don't remember seeing them like in the suite, but I the video I saw of like Taylor arriving with like she was with Blake and Ice Spice, like her mom is in that video too. Oh, okay. Um, so I knew she was there. But I just love, like, I feel like 
that video that she posted is the beginning of like a new kind of social media that we're going to see from her. Cause she's very like business with social media. Like uh-huh. you just see. That was and, not a typical post. No. And it's so fun seeing like the behind the scenes and just a little more of like the, I don't know, like I'm going to compare her cause I love Kelsey Ballerini too. And Kelsey Ballerini gives you so much like behind the scenes of like, her and Chase Stokes and her and her dog and her driving her Jeep and like her having a Galentine's day night with her friends and all these like cute little like behind the scenes um, things that you get from her life. And I understand Taylor Swift is way bigger than Kelsey, but um, (laughs) it's like as a fan, like it's so fun to like, just get those little glimpses of like your favorite celebrities, like life, you know, yeah, and what they're choosing to show you. So I'm not going to lie, though, something I almost like as much, if not more than the Taylor stuff that I see from the game is the Jason Kelsey stuff from the game. <laughs> He's the best. Honest. Have you watched that documentary yet? Yes, I was obsessed. Okay, with you it. did. Okay, yeah. Yes, I I love him so much. And I was just like, because he hasn't announced announced that he's retiring. There were rumors. No. But watching him after the Super Bowl, staring up at the stage, like watching Travis do that super cringy thing that he did. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, I'm so embarrassed for him right now. Um, Was it the Viva? Are you talking about the Viva Las Vegas? The Viva Las Vegas. I was like, oh, God, like, I wish they would have panned a Taylor. They did. You didn't see the video of her face. Was Was she embarrassed? It was like a, oh, she was like smiling, but it was like that, like cringy smile. Like, oh, don't ever do that again. (laughs) (laughs) Um, No, but I'm like, when they panned to Jason, like just the look on his face was like, I want to be up there next year. Like, I'm not done. This is too much fun. I'm not done. I just love also just seeing like the support that he has. It's like, okay, I'm not playing, but like literally goes all in a hundred percent fully supporting his brother and I think it's so cute with his ugly overalls and (laughs) I I love it yeah they're the best well let's get into some wellness updates what's up with you um not too much I have just hit my nine months this week so I actually go in for my nine month checkup with my surgeon on Thursday so I'm really curious to see how that's gonna go um I'm just preparing myself. I'm assuming we're going to probably, because we had to talk about it last time and based on like how things have gone the last few months, I just have a feeling we are going to have some type of chat about incorporating weight loss injections for the next few months. So we'll see where that goes. Um, I'll definitely give you guys an update next week. But yeah, as of right now at my nine months, I am at 124 pounds down so Congratulations. Am, thank you. I am so close to my 125. It's been pretty slow and steady this last month, but it's still like consistently moving. So some days I can get really frustrated when it stays the same. Like literally, how does it not change an ounce for like three days? Like, You're like just, I've pooped twice. I've Yeah, like I just <laughs> don't on. understand how like it is all leveled out and not move for three days like so those days I'm like oh I get so frustrated and then I'll like drop a pound and then it'll be like so it just as long as it keeps moving I'm happy I'm proud of all the work that I've done and I'm just feeling good still just staying consistent with the things I'm doing and um I definitely like had a talk with Jeff last week because I was like okay like I feel like weekends are getting a little crazy we've been busy the last month but I'm like we need to like rein it in and stuff. Like we don't need to eat out the whole weekend and we don't have to like, I just like want to get the weekends a little bit tighter, but yeah, 
other than that, I'm proud of what I've been doing. I'm still sticking to doing five to six workouts a week and I'm not drinking during the week and all that. So I'm really trying to just stick with that. And I've been, and on the days I'm not working out, I'm going and walking for two miles or so, at least with Penny. Like I'm trying to at least make sure I'm still getting in some type of movement. It doesn't have to be like a crazy workout or whatever. So, so proud of you. And isn't it crazy to think like this time last year, you never would have gone and walked two miles with Penny. Oh no. I remember literally a year ago going on a walk with Jeff somehow because Jeff will go walk like two-ish miles or whatever with her and I would like do part of it and then I would at this one point where they go around to a different block I would usually turn around and go back because my back would start hurting whatever and I'd be like yeah I'm not gonna be able to do this like for another half hour so I would usually head back home and so just so crazy like how your life don't totally change yeah like it phases me zero now except I think it was on Saturday or Sunday. We were like almost home and I got like a side cramp and I was like, feel like I'm a kid in <laughs> PE again who just ran a mile. Oh my God. I hate that feeling more than anything. Like, why do I have a side cramp? I think <laughs> we went to breakfast right before. And so I think I had like, I don't know, but I was just like, I'm getting a cramp. <laughs> You're like, but, this is miserable. But yeah, typically I can like do a walk and it doesn't phase me at all. And that is not like, like even talking to Jeff about our France trip and stuff, I was like, I never would have been able to do this trip a year ago. Like there's no way. So. That's so cool. It is. It's amazing. I'm so happy. What about you? How's your wellness going? You've been kicking ass girl. I good. Um, not like too many crazy updates. I am almost at the 30 pound down milestone. So last week on my way in, I think I was like 29.7 pounds down. Ooh. So would be surprised if I don't hit that this week. So that's super exciting. Oh, yeah. And then, yeah, I just feel like I'm um, consistently losing at a healthy pace. Like it's nothing crazy, but it feels just like very sustainable and healthy. Cause I'm like, I've been so proud of like my weight loss, but then I caught myself like within the past couple of weeks thinking about like comparing my journey now to my Weight Watchers journey. And yes. I was like, oh, but Weight Watchers, like I was July to November. So August, November. So four months on Weight Watchers and I was down like almost 45 pounds where it's like five months on the semaglutide and I'm only down 30. And I'm like, so then I started comparing, but I'm like, literally my life is not any different now where with Weight Watchers, I was bringing your life. I stopped my life. Like I remember going to visit my parents and this was like a month in or something. So I must've been 10 pounds down the first month and just like hell fucking yes, nothing slowing me down. And we were going on a trip to Mount Rainier. And so we were on this road trip and we stopped at a bar and my parents and my sister had a beer and they got like nachos or something like at the bar. And I remember I pulled out my low carb tortilla wrap and a laughing cow cheese and some mustard and some turkey. And I'm like, and I'm like, I don't live that life anymore. I don't, I don't have to, I can eat what I want and drink what I want within reason and still be 30 pounds down in five months. So I'm. I definitely prefer the a little bit slower, healthier pace that just feels like more sustainable, like not just long term, but just like I don't hate my life right now. (laughs) My life's still pretty great, you know, where back then it was just like paranoia all the time of like, what am I going to eat at this place? Oh, my God, Um, where I don't really do that very often anymore. So just feels good. Yeah, it's honestly it's a freeing feeling 
not feeling like you have to restrict yourself like that because there is a way to like feel like a healthier version of you without completely changing your life. Absolutely. It's just all about making small changes and better changes. And it doesn't mean it has to be a complete 180. No. And it just has, it's a lifestyle change. It has to be things that you can live with. Like if you're making changes that you can't live with for the rest of your life, then that's, that's not a lifestyle change. So yeah, it's just finding those things that you're like, okay, I can do this for long term, And those are the things I've been figuring out and I'm still figuring out. And yeah, could, would it be nice to be down 50 right now? Yeah. Am I still stoked? <laughs> I'm down 30. Also, yeah. So. <laughs> yes, exactly. All right, let's hit it. Flavor of the week. All right, Steph, what's your flavor of the week? My flavor of the week, I don't think anyone's going to be surprised to hear this, but my flavor of the week are the kind frozen dark chocolate peanut butter bars. And Girl. I'm post- Dude, they're so good. Dude. So I've been sharing these um, frequently lately. Um, I buy mine at Target. I'm not sure where else they sell them. That's just where I buy mine. Um, It's like under $7 for five of them. They're plant-based. So if you care about that, I don't necessarily, um, but they are plant-based. They're 180 calories, which I was like stoked about. Like I'm like sharing them, like they're 180 calories. And then I had a couple people like point out in my DMs that they are like very similar. And I don't know exactly how much a frozen Snickers bar is. But they were like uh, hundred. They're actually like five calories less. Like I oh. literally did a side by side comparison. Um, but there's a tad bit more protein in. Like they were pretty, and these have less sugar than a Snickers one. Not a less ton sugar, less, but a little bit more protein, and just the ingredients overall are absolutely. a lot better. So if you care, if you don't care, and you just want a frozen Snicker bar one, every once in a while, then just get the frozen Snicker bar. But if you care about ingredients and whatever, then these are not a bad deal. Um, I am obsessed with them. Like I have no desire to even substitute this for a for a frozen Snicker bar because I think it tastes so similar and it's just so delicious. Um, and I'm gonna keep buying them. So. so when Stephanie told me about these a couple weeks ago, she was like, they literally taste identical to a Snickers ice cream bar. And I was like, I don't believe you because I Snickers ice cream bars are one of my favorites. Like I think they are so freaking good. But I was like, but. I will buy them. I will see. And I will be like, yeah, they're good, but they don't taste like a Snickers ice cream bar. And then I took my first bite and I was like, I think I just bought Snickers ice cream bars. Like these are incredible. (laughs) They're so good. And because I I know you said the plant-based doesn't really matter, but because like I don't do great with dairy, like it, although a Snickers ice cream bar has like so little ice cream, it probably wouldn't affect me too much. But because I try to not have too much dairy, it's a better option for me. And they really are insanely good. They are so worth trying, you guys. I am obsessed. Yeah, so good. What is your flavor of the week? So I'm also going to do a food this week. Um, Mine is Good Culture Cottage Cheese. Um, This is something I have been having for a couple of months now. It is just your normal cottage cheese. It's a tad pricier than the other cottage cheeses that are on the shelf, but nothing crazy where you're like, oh, that's way too expensive. I'm not going to get that. Like it might be like 50 cents, a dollar more. So I literally like all cottage cheese. I've never cared about the brand because I've liked them all. So I'd usually just grab whatever was on sale. But it's insane how good, good culture cottage cheese is. Like it's now a staple. It's the only one I want to buy now. 
Um, I had always heard people say how good it was, but I just figured there were people that like weren't big cottage cheese fans. And I honestly, the only reason I got it for the first time was I was at Target and I was like, oh, I'm out of cottage cheese. I went to go buy some and that was the only cottage cheese they had on the shelf. So I was like, oh, well, I guess I'm going to finally try the good culture. And then I was like, holy hell, this cottage cheese is incredible. Like, like, there's no turning back now. I don't know why it's so... You've had good culture, right? You buy it? Yes. They're the ones, like, you can get, like, individual... They look like yogurt cups, like, in... It's, like, a blue little yogurt cup, right? Well, they are in blue. I've never seen the individual cups. I buy, like, I think it's the 16-ounce container. Um, I don't know why it's good. It's, like, perfect curds. I have no idea. But if you're, like, a cottage cheese person, you got to try it. It's so freaking good. I love that perfect curds. That just describes <laughs> well, like, my... There's like always big curds, small curds. Like these yeah. are smaller curds. And it just has but it's like... not a, like watery. Because some cottage it's cheese not can a watery be like water consistency. Yeah. yeah. It's a little... And it, it when I make my cottage cheese bowls, it melts up really like stringy. Oh, it's so good, you guys. Try it if yeah. you're a cottage cheese fan. I know it's not for everyone, but it's bomb. I love it. So... Add both of those items to your grocery list this week because both of them at Target. Target a, Target's on our radar. Do yourself a little mobile pickup order. Get yourself a Starbucks. Go home. Make some dinner. Have your cottage cheese bowl and end your <laughs> night with a kind frozen dark chocolate peanut butter bar, and you will be boom. <laughs> all right guys thank you so much for listening to this week's episode if you have a moment please go rate review and subscribe don't forget to follow us on instagram and tiktok at wine over matter pod and join our private facebook group just search club wine over matter if you love what you heard share this week's episode on your socials and don't forget to tag us and we'll be waiting for you guys next wine wednesday with a glass in hand cheers Cheers.